DJ and PK, it's time to welcome in Steve Tate, former Utah safety, founder of the Hayes Strong Foundation. Steve, good morning. DJ, what's going on, man? Well, it isn't exactly news out of the U, but you know, there's dots there and we're connecting them. And we wonder what you think. Morgan, the, uh, Morgan Scally's gotten yeah. an amended contract, and we've had both the athletic director and the head coach give him just glowing praise. And then PK asked him directly about succeeding Kyle and didn't want to talk about it, which makes me think, well, there must have been some talk about it. If you don't want to talk about has there been talk about it? <laughs> All ambiguous. Uh, you know, I, I think – I think it's evident right now uh, Morgan is, is certainly uh, the next in line for that for that coaching position. I think, you know, it's a guy who knows the program, uh, familiar with, obviously, in-state recruiting. Um, familiarity is, is huge. I, I think, uh, obviously, you saw it with Coach with, with Urban and then when Coach Whittingham took over. I think, you know, sometimes that familiarity component um, when, you, when you're finding a, a successor is – is more important than anything else. Uh, you know, I, I kind of look at uh, what Boise State has done over the years, and for the most part, they've they've gone with guys that uh, that are familiar with the program. And you know, it, it's it's hard to build a successful program in college football, um, and it's hard to keep a program successful. Uh, look at you know, look at the, the USC turnover and, and UCLA turnover, and you know, Oregon went through it a little bit, uh, although not for long. But you, I, I think. Having having familiarity in the program and uh, consistency is, is is probably a top priority when it comes to these athletic directors. So you've been around Scally for a long time. When we worked with them for a little bit, you've played with them, and I'm sure you've been friends with them and have maintained that relationship. To me, if you're looking at a human being, I don't know that you're going to find a finer person. I think we can all say that. But what do you think about him that would make him an excellent head coach? I think I think uh, Morgan is is a guy that uh, you know kids love. Guys love being around him. Uh, you know, recruits enjoy him. He's a guy. He's personable. So I think first and foremost, he's a great recruiter. Um, obviously, defensively, uh, he's 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 been trained under uh, under Coach Whittingham. He's a player that that knows the system uh, when he played, but also he's been able to evolve that into a coaching position and. Yeah, you know, I think the, the the thing with Morgan, as you as you know, is uh, he's a guy that that relates to kids and and families, and uh, and and that's all. When it comes down to it, you you got to be a salesman for your program. You've got to earn the respect of uh, of of parents and the recruits, and and Morgan can do that. Uh, Morgan is is one of those guys that gets along with anybody. Steve Tate, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Did you see Morgan as a coach when you guys were playing? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we you kind of all always knew that Morgan uh, aspired to be a, a, a coach. You know, he was uh, obviously a great captain when he when he played there and a guy we all looked up to. And um, it, I don't think it surprised any of us. You know, I, I don't. Shoot, he was so bad at radio, he had to go to somewhere else, right? <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> so you played, when you were there at the U, Kyle was the defensive coordinator, correct? 
when I was at the well, he, one year. So he was my defensive coordinator, and then I had Coach Whittingham for three years uh, following. So I had Urban one year, and Coach Whittingham three years after that. So I think Kyle learned how to coach defense from his father, and then Kyle or uh, Morgan, and really Kalani and uh, Gary. They're, they were learning it from Kyle. So there's steeped in that tradition there that can be carried on. And we've seen, obviously, the defense this year, with the exception of one or two games, was outstanding. Uh, what makes Kyle a great coordinator of defenses and that Morgan has been able to pick up on it so that you would naturally assume that it would continue when Morgan takes over? Yeah, you know, a system that Utah runs is, is very unique. Uh, it's it's um, it's challenging. It's a system that I, I don't think a lot of uh, college prog- uh, college programs can uh, implement, only because of uh, the you know I think the the skill that it that it takes, the the, the mental challenge, uh, the uniqueness of it. There's always adjustments, uh, and it, it's hard to implement that that system. And Coach Whittingham's been able to do it. Obviously, uh, you know, it was with, with Fred Whittingham. He was a guy that, that brought it, you know, kind of that uh, – I'd say it's, it's similar to what the pros run. You know, it's not always man-to-man. You have a lot of cover three. You bring in a lot of blitzes, unique blitzes. Um, you know, you don't see a lot of teams blitzing their safeties routinely. Um, I, you know, I made a living doing that, and, and that's just uh, – you know, I was fortunate to be a part of a program that, that does that. And, and, you know, I think – they maximize player um, players' talents, and it's it's one of those where it's a plug and play system uh, on defense, and you don't see that all the time. It, you're setting yourself up for success. You know, you go through over the years, and, and players are always um, defensively. You can always count on those guys. If one guy leaves or goes pro, you know, they're, they're, they you really don't miss a beat. You, you have a new guy come in and 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 replace it, and it, you know it's you see it. You see it in offenses, but you don't always see it in defenses. And, and I think Morgan, obviously, is the player that helps him. Uh, he was able to see it as a player. And I think, I think that, that actually gives him uh, uh, the upper hand when he's, when he's calling a defense. Because, you know, the player, you knew what you liked. You knew uh, when, an, when an offense comes out, you knew the adjustments to make. And, and Morgan's been able to do that. And I think that, that's a big reason why this defense has continued to be successful under, under him. You know, uh, you, these schools build up reputations, and it's. Uh, and I think fan bases can think, well, this school is always good at this. Well, they're not. It's the coaches yeah. who are good at it. You know, Utah's had a bunch of really good defensive linemen come through, just one after another, but that's because Kyle's there. And it's the same way with the defensive backs. Now, the next coach might have more success with, you know, bringing in big-time receivers or something. Do you think that Morgan's so plugged into the recruiting that what they've done at defensive line and defensive back will continue on, or will those groups look different over time because it's got Kyle's imprint on it? Assuming it's Morgan in the long run. Um, yeah, I, I think they're, I think it'll continue. I, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of similar recruiting strategies. I don't think those recruiting strategies will change. Um, you, you know, but there, there will be there will be a, a transition period. And, you know, I think you guys were alluding to it before I joined you, but it, even with Coach Whittingham, you know, when he took over um, for, for Urban, there was, you know, a learning curve. 
uh, college, you know, coaching in college, it's, it's, it's difficult. There's a big, big learning curve. And, and even with uh, a smooth transition and familiarity, you know, these coaches that, that then assume the head role, they've got to kind of fill themselves out on what they, what they like or, or, or what they're, you know, what, what they're comfortable with or what kind of offense they want to run. So I think they're, you know, if, if and when Morgan takes that, assuming he will, that, that you know, I think fans should expect a little bit of a learning curve, and, and, and that's normal. Um, and, and now patience is everything from a fan base. But, you know, Morgan, I think, should have the same recruiting strategy. I think, uh, as you mentioned, you know, it is a kind of a plug-and-play system. And, you know, I, I remember when I was my senior year when I was going to, you know, the senior bowl games and, and uh, meeting with scouts and, being in the interviews with some of the GMs and, you know, routinely uh, I would hear it routinely about how Utah just keeps um, putting out the safeties. You know, they were, they were kind of known for their safeties to start out. Now, obviously defensive linemen um, is, is another <laughs> huge uh, asset that Utah's been able to do, but I, I don't think that recruiting strategy will change. Uh, I'd be shocked if it did now, but, but again, I think there, there will be a transitional period and a learning curve for, for anybody that, that assumes that, that head coaching role, if, if, in, if, if it's their first position, obviously. So you were a star high school quarterback at Skyline, I think, and you actually played at Utah State. And there was this up-and-coming reporter who interviewed you when you committed to <laughs> Utah State. Do you remember who that was? The one and only, PK. <laughs> we're going back 30 years almost, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm getting old. It's... Uh, like when Leah Wodrowska, she she was my she re, was also with you there, uh, yeah. PK, and and uh, now she's retired, and I'm, that just means I'm old and you're older. That's all that means. That's exactly what it means. And so you, and then you finish your career, obviously playing at the youth for the Utes, and you said something there that I think is really the key at coaching at any level. I don't care what level. You probably I know you're coaching your son and and sons and all that stuff, and it it. it involves maximizing the ta- the talent that's available and you use that phrase maximizing talent and that's one of the things that I think that has made Utah be really successful over the years is the ability to maximize talent the ability to look at guys you being a quarterback in high school and then they see that okay where you need to be is in the defensive backfield and in my conversations with Morgan over the years it seems to me he's got that skill and that might be along with the ability to be that salesman and be personable as you say I think the second most important quality of a coach is to be able to have an eye for a talent and figure out your player position whatever in high school but when you get to us you're going to be doing this and you're going to be doing it well can you put your uh, arms around to explain how it is that some guys have that ability to look at a player who is an option quarterback in high school and seeing him four or five years later being a star safety, like in your case, and how difficult it is to be able to maximize the talent and have that eye for talent. Yeah. No, I, I, you're, you're dead on. You're spot on with that. I think, um, you know, Utah's always had that unique ability to, to – to look at players and, and not see them as, a, as, as who they are now, but see them five, five years from now. And, and you know, I, obviously you, you gave myself as an example, former quarterback, uh, you know, of course, 
would have loved to play quarterback, but I trusted the coaches and, and what they saw. And then, you know, success also helps with that. You know, you look at these coaches and their track record, and, and then you, you trust what, what they say. Um, but I, I think, you know, one of, the, one of the examples I gave is a guy like Stevenson Sylvester. Stevenson Sylvester came in, and, and he, was, uh, he came in as a linebacker, and he was just this lengthy. We called him the Goodyear, the Goodyear, uh, the Goodyear man because you know those 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 got those signs that are the, the inflatable things with big arms and legs outside of a Goodyear <laughs> with the, yeah. the tire station. That was that was Stevenson Sylvester. He was just this lengthy uh, recruit, and and everyone said he's going to play linebacker, and and he was smaller than any of the safeties, defensive backs were like, how is this guy going to play linebacker? And then you know he registered in one year, and then. He got in the weight room, and they put on weight. And next thing you know, Stevenson Sylvester is this uh, amazing linebacker that goes and plays in the NFL for four years for the Steelers. And and nobody, nobody would have done that. Nobody would have been able to seen that. Um, and I, I, you know, I think it's just credit to the, the coaches. I think it's interesting. My senior year, um, when I was a lot in the film room and kind of uh, uh, hanging out with the coaches, even off the field, just in in, in the film room and. You know, getting a grasp of what they do, I, I ended up find, getting my hands on uh, one of their binders that was their recruiting profile binder, and it was really interesting because I I opened up that binder and it had position breakdown of what they look for, and I'll just give you you know an example. Um, it, uh, so safety position, uh, it had a list of what they look for criteria that meet that the safety that they want to uh, have have play for them, and it was former quarterback. And uh, the other one, which I thought was interesting, the, it was a captain, and it was uh, a center field baseball player. And it was kind of – it goes through like six or seven criteria that they look for um, in a safety. And, uh, and they had it, it had that every position um, in their recruiting binder of what they look for and the criteria that they want to be met in order to recruit a player. You know, I always find that so interesting because Kyle has talked about multi-sport athletes. He's a big fan of them. Louis Sakota, yeah. King Louis, you know, this kicker who made all these pressure kicks and asked why about it once. Kyle said, I can't tell you exactly why, but I knew he had it because they went and saw him uh, pitch in a high school baseball game. He said he's a pitcher. He's on the mound. Everything's on him. Nothing happens. And he's got to have total confidence in that moment. When, you know, when he throws that pitch. And he said, I knew yeah. he would have confidence in the moment as a kicker because I watched him pitch in that game. He loves the multi-sport athlete. For all the parents out there who are wondering when their kids should specialize, it depends on where you want to play and what you want to do. But if you want to play football at the U for Kyle Whittingham, play multiple sports because he loves that stuff. All right, last thing before we let you go. Tyler tweets at us, asked Steve Tate about his undefeated Bantam team, the most dominant Ute Conference team ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Those are my, my boys. We gave up six points and we scored 560. Well, who goofed on the six and how many laps did they have to run? Drop and give me 40. <laughs> You're right. When we gave up the six, it was a, disappoint- it was a total disappointment. But I made them run. Don't, of course I made them run. No, it, it, those guys were fun. I loved, I loved coaching them. They'll be a special group when they, when they uh, get to high school. Which schools are recruiting them? Recruiting them? My son? Yeah, the high schools. Jeez. Not the colleges, oh, the high schools. You know, no, I, you know, I, it's important. I just want, want them to play with his friends. You know, I think it, it, making sure they enjoy their youth, that's huge. You know, I think so much of these parents nowadays, uh, you see it in the Super League parents. I call them the Super League parents when, you know, they're, they're traveling their kid to and from every different team to get them looked at. And, you know, at the end of the day, 
go have fun with your friends. If you're good enough, you're good enough. Uh, but yeah, you know, never get caught up. No, don't, don't get caught up in that super league parent mentality. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> good advice, right. but in one ear and out the other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, we appreciate it. A few minutes. Thanks for coming on with us. Always fun, guys. It's been been too long. Steve Tate, former youth safety and founder of the Hayes Strong Foundation.